And now it's time for Frederick County Sports Weekend, a talk around the Frederick sports scene with your host, Steve Nibbs. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Frederick County Weekend Sports Show here on 930 WFMD. I'm your host, Steve Nibbs, and we're continuing our football preview. And my guest today is the head coach at Catoctin High School, Mr. Mike Rich. And uh, coach, always uh, enjoy ch- chatting with you and and talking football, and it just seems that we were saying time flies, and here we are again. Looking at last year, uh, your first two years, so to speak, I mean, this is your third year now at Catoctin. Right, Um, right. You've had some, you and Coach Belcher have had similar, uh, in a similar situation, whereas COVID interrupted. Uh, last year was a, a shortened preseason, so to speak. Last yeah. year, you were able to have a uh, y- y- takeaways from last year, and then yeah. along with that, what uh, has it? What have you been able to do now that you've had a full year to get everything uh, where you need it to be? Yeah, you know, it, strength training is a huge part of what we do. Uh, getting our guys in uh, condition shape and getting them strong and physical uh, is a big part of who we are. It's a big part of our identity as Catoctin High School football. And, uh, and so what, and, and really what the biggest thing is, is we live together, we train together, and we get close together as, and our guys have been using this term all, all summer long, you know, that's the benefit of, of, of coaching in a small town is we, we have kids who have been together since they were in kindergarten. And they've been using the term family, family, family. And that's really what you try to develop in the offseason. Uh, you develop trust in one another. Who can you rely on in the fourth quarter uh, when the chips are down? Who, who, who's going to have your back? And um, that's really what you develop. Uh, and, that, and then just, just a mentality to finish in the weight room. And so that, those are the things that we miss throughout COVID, not being able to do it fully, although last year we had some of it. We did. Um, but not being able to do it fully, uh, we are just so uh, much more prepared for the season this year, uh, prepared for week one and prepared for Boonesboro, which is all we're focusing on now than we were this time last year. Uh, and we got a lot of guys coming back, and I'm sure we'll get to all that stuff. But we got a lot of guys with a lot of varsity football experience, so we're excited. So what were some of the things that – some takeaways for you, Coach, uh, from last season that you're – you know? looking to input or uh, tweak or, or whatever here as far as last season? Yeah, so we're just looking to build off of what, what we did. You know, if you look at us from obviously our record didn't really start to reflect it until later in the year when, you know, we pulled out a win against a very good uh, Brunswick team and then played them really, really tight in the playoffs. So, you know, a team that, that went to the Elite Eight. Um, it, you know, last year. And so I think we're just trying to build off the growth that we had. Um, you know, we came into that season, and, and most of the kids that were starting for us, we had a very small senior class last year. Most of the kids that were starting for us hadn't really played meaningful football since they were freshmen. Um, and so they, they, they didn't even know what, you know, being leaders on JV looked like. They didn't even know what, you know, what, what um, you know, varsity football hadn't been, hadn't been around since, since the 2019 season for them. Um, and so, you know, just building on what we did and seeing the growth that we made as a team from week one to the first round of the playoffs last year and, 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 and in week, week nine 
um, you know, you know, pulling out a big win there, uh, just just growing. And, and, and you know, it's overcoming adversity. Um, if if losing a couple football games uh, is the hardest thing our guys have to face, then they've had a pretty good life. <laughs> yeah, indeed. <laughs> um, and, and so obviously, our record our record was not where we wanted it to be. It wasn't up to the standard that we hold for ourselves. But it teaches them to overcome adversity. It teaches them, hey, when the chips are down, what are you going to do? When, 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 when you don't have enough money and you got to figure out ways to make ends meet for your family when you're 35 years old, what are you going to do? When, you know, when, when things aren't going well in your relationships or when things aren't going well at work, how are you going to respond to these things? And so what I'm really, really proud of in our seniors last year is the guys who stayed, they, they never gave up. They, they wanted to get better every week. I tell people this all the time. They think I'm crazy. I have, I've coached in some pretty big football games. I have never in my life gone into a game thinking that we, we weren't going to lose, or that we, that we were going to lose. I never I, – I always think we have a shot to win a game. Now, in reality, looking back, sometimes that may, doesn't always pan out for us, right? You know, right. You know, when I coached at Linganore, we played a, a very good Damascus team in 2019. Right. But I, I went into the game thinking that, that, that we were going to win by 21. You know? yeah. uh, sometimes it's not always realistic, um, but we just have to believe in ourselves, believe in what we bring to the table, um, believe in each other. And, uh, you know, we have a saying at Katakin that we've been using the last couple of weeks. It's uh, one in, all in. Mm-hmm. And uh, if, one of our, if one of our guys is in the fight, we're in the fight too. We're jumping right in. We're going. We're 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 we're, we're ready to, to keep battling. So, uh, we're just just a growth mindset uh, and just overcoming adversity are big takeaways from last year. Looking at this upcoming season, Mike, um, the returners on both sides of the ball. What any expectations um, or goals that you're, you're looking for your squad to have? Yeah, I mean, we're, we, our expectations are. Uh, just to be the be- the best version that we can be, be the the best twenty twenty two Katahdin High School football team that we can possibly be. But we have a lot of guys coming back, so that obviously raises the expectation level a little bit. Um, you know, our guys have to have to expect to win, not just I think we can be in the game, but we have a lot of guys that are ready to lead us. You know, we have uh, J D McCallion who who you know has led us in tackles um, uh, last year. And then was an all area player during the COVID season for us. So he's coming into his third year. Um, we have um, um, guys like Nathan Kovalchik, who started both ways right. for us last year. Um, uh, Jamison Dahl, who started a ton for us. Adrian Phoebus, Connor Crum. I mean, the list goes on and on and on of guys that contributed massively for us last year. You know, we had a small senior class last year. And while that led to some struggles last year, it gave a lot of young guys an opportunity to play. Uh, you know, Luke Ladunio, who's in his second year of playing football and maybe one of the better nose guards I've coached in a very long time. That's saying a lot because when I was at Linganore, we, we yeah. had a, a string of good nose guards. Um, and, he, you know, he's, he is really, really good for us. Um, and, and Colin Byrne. And, and, and like I said, we, we have a, a very big senior class this year. If we had six seniors last year, we'll have about 17, 18 seniors this year. Um, and so and it's guys that believe in each other, that believe in being Katakin Cougars, and that believe that we can and will succeed in the end um, when we give us give it everything we have. So um, obviously, that like I said, the list goes on and on of returners, um, but we got a lot of young guys, a lot of also a lot of kids that are coming up from JV who I, I really expect to 
um, to, to really surprise some people this year. So, so we're excited. Um, man, we're, I told our guys the other day, we are, I'm chomping at the bit for August 10th, August 10th. And I cannot wait to see what these guys are going to do and what, you know, the product that we're able to put on the field this year. And that certainly comes, Mike, from the, the opportunity you have now, you've had this previous year to have a full year, so to speak, of yeah. implementing yeah. everything that you would like and getting uh, a, a, a regimen, so to speak, and what the, what the guys would expect. Yeah, and you know what? It, it truthfully is also – uh, me growing as a coach as well. You know, our yeah. guys are growing, and and you know, I'm I was 30 years old when they hired me. Whether that was good or bad, I don't like to say yes, but uh, well, you know, it's, so it's me growing as well uh, yeah. through this process because you know, and it's it's not necessarily uh, the big the biggest part of growth for me is figuring out what works at Catoctin High School. Mm-hmm. And I can't I can't coach our guys like um, you know like like Urbana or Oakdale who who have you know, a hundred guys on that mm-hmm. rosters. Right. Um, it's just not, it's not us. And right. so, you know, figuring out what our guys are good at and, and really just continuing to run that as much as we possibly can, give our guys as much exposure to that as we can and coaching Catoctin high school, like Catoctin high school um, instead of, of, of anything else, because, you know, we believe that we are our biggest opponent, that it is, it is us versus us every week. Um, and, and if we continue that mentality, we will grow to the point where, you know, I think we, we can we can really make some noise um, this year in the 1A North. Looking at your housing numbers, where you're able to get the numbers in, increase be, because of the fact that you had this this full year to to get out and and hit the the hallways and your kids doing the same. Yeah, I mean, we our numbers are, are, are about the same where they've always been. Um, you know, it, and, and that's in spite of, you know, our population has, has gone down up in Fairmont uh, in the last couple of years. You know, we, we have now become, and it's partially because the Brunswick area is building over there, but right. we're a small school in the county right now. Okay. And then we wear that, we wear that as a badge of honor. Um, <laughs> you know, we, we think that is the coolest thing that we can be a part of is, you know, going out and playing week after week, playing 3A schools and, and going toe-to-toe with them. And uh, and so our numbers are, um, you know, about where they, they normally are. We're about 65, 70 kids in the program okay. uh, year in and year out. And this year will be no exception to that. Um, but, but you know, it's it's interesting to see how the classes change as far as numbers go. You know, our, like I said, last year we had six kids in our senior class. This year we have about 18. So, um, you know, it's, it's always interesting to see how that dynamic plays out. But our numbers are good, um, and, uh, and and really what we're looking for, we're not necessarily looking for numbers. We're looking for the right numbers. Right. We're looking for the right guys. We're not just looking for a guy to fill a uniform. We're looking for a guy who's ready to play at a championship level. Gotcha. Look, a lot of coaches like yourself, I always want to get the best they can around them. Talk a little bit about your staff. My staff is uh, my staff is awesome, man. They are they are. We have a young staff, um, but shoot, I guess that just goes with the territory. I'm a I'm a young guy as well. You know, we my my dad has been and and will con- continue in kind of a consultant role. My dad's been, you know, I think I talked to, talked to you about him yes. a little bit earlier. He, he's been coaching for four. He's been coaching football for four years. I mean, he's forgotten more football than most of us will probably ever know. Yeah, um, and, and, and he's. He's actually accepted a position, which I'm really excited for him about, but kind of sad for us as well, 
as the um, the assistant principal over at Tuscarora High School. Oh. So he, he won't be able to coach with us this year, but, you know, we'll always be there for me to bounce stuff off of. So so uh, we lost the elder of the group, um, but, but my defensive coordinator, I, uh, Mike Marquez, I've known him since I was a kid. Uh, you know, we played ball together growing up. And then he coached over at Urbana for a little bit before he came up with us to Catoctin. And now he's on staff at Catoctin as as an um, instructional assistant. And, and talk about a guy who, yes, knows the game of football, smart football guy, but the kids just absolutely rally around. Uh, and that's number one for my staff. Right. How are you going to interact with, with all different types of kids? And, and Coach Marquez is an absolute star in that sense. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I see him as a head coach. Uh, in, I, you know, I see us as having two head coaches in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he absolutely has the ability to be a head coach uh, down the line. Now, I, I never want to lose him. I want him to stay at Katakin forever. But uh, he, he, he is awesome. And then uh, we got Brady Ridenauer, who is a uh, Katakin alum. He's a former uh, 2009 state champion at Katakin and just loves Katakin. And he's grown in his um, in his ability to coach in the last couple of years. Um, and then we have um, a, a guy that I played at Ligonor with named Rob El Shafi. Um, and, and just quietly, just he, he's, a, he's a quiet guy, um, but just knows what to say at the right time to get the guys going. And, and to watch him grow as a coach over the last two seasons, you know, most of our staff has been together for the last couple of years, um, has been really, really awesome to see. And really, really cool. So uh, those guys have been with us um, the whole time. I got a couple of uh, new guys coming onto our staff this year. Um, I have one guy named uh, Josh Taylor, who you may have called. I'm sure you called his name for a couple stats yeah. back in the day. He played for me at Lingenor back in 2017 when we won the state championship, and then he played up at Frostburg for a while. And uh, he's coming back into the area, so he'll be on staff with us. Um, and so we're just really excited to see the growth of our young staff. But really what I'm looking for, you know, and I, I learned this from Doug Williams. He said, listen, like fo- football can be taught, but, but what's hard to teach is character. Mm-hmm. You're looking for high character men who are going to, to fulfill the vision that you have for the program and do what's best for these kids every single day. And that's what I'm looking for in staff members. Um, and so, you know, anytime I, anytime I meet with somebody about, about potentially coming on staff, uh, I, I barely talk football with them. I want to know what their upbringing was like. I want to know uh, what their family's like. I want to know what their morals and their standards are in their life. And, and I think a head coach's number one responsibility is to protect the culture of the program. And so we want to bring in like-minded guys who are do that for us and who are going to be on the same page and looking in the same direction, attacking the same goal as we are. I couldn't agree more, Mike. That, that's exactly how you should approach it. And, that, and of course, the, the benefactors of, a, of all that are the kids indeed. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. So looking at this is year three early on, you've been coaching uh, since around 2011, a little over 10 years now. Yeah. Uh, uh, what have over those years, and certainly to tie in the last uh, going into your third year at Catoctin, what what have you learned about yourself? Uh, I, I've learned a lot, you know. And, and honestly, I change the most. And, and, you know, I don't know if you have kids or, you yes. know. But you, I, I've learned the most by becoming a father. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so I have, a, I have an almost four-year-old now. 
And I see a shift in myself as a coach from that moment forward. I see every single kid as somebody's child now. Um, somebody who, you know, when I look at my daughter and I see the love that I feel the love that I have for her, I see every single kid as somebody loves them that much. And that's a big responsibility um, to, to be entrusted with these young men uh, to mold them and help them grow up. You know, in education, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a teacher. You know, that's right. mostly what I do. Uh, you know, they talk about in locus parentes, and they talk about being in the place of the parents when the parents aren't there. Right. And that's a big responsibility because somebody <laughs> loves that kid so much, and they've entrusted me. So I think the biggest thing for me as a as, just as a person and as a leader is is viewing these kids as uh, as people first and then players. Um, and, and some coaches, you know, they they view it from a a whole team aspect first. I view it from the person first, okay. um, from the kid first, and what's best for each individual. And, you know, sometimes that, that comes in contact with one another because sometimes what's best for the kid and what's best for the team are at odds. Um, but I will always err on the side of what's best for each individual kid first and try and make a difference in each of their lives at the beginning um, and then fold that together inside of the team concept that we have. Indeed, Mike, and that's certainly a great formula in order to to move your program where you want it to be. And, uh, you know, you mentioned it earlier, uh, the kids learn, but so do you, and that's what's supposed to take place. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm always I'm always trying to learn. And, and really, there's, there's so many resources out there today if you want to learn the game of football, if you want to learn X's and O's, or if you want to learn these, you know, uh, you know, how to coach the first step on a down block. There's so many things that you can learn that way. Um, but those aren't the things that ultimately I believe make a great coach because that stuff can be simple to learn. The harder things to learn are how you deal with people, how you make people feel like they are the most important person when they are standing right in front of you. And, and that takes putting away technology. That takes putting away your phone. That takes getting face-to-face with people getting on their level and talking to them about how their life is going. And you, you can't imagine the combo. You, maybe you can. I'm sure you know, you, you, you've coached and been around athletics most of your life. But, you know, the conversations that you have with young men, when you sit down in a common ground and just talk to them about their life and what's going on, there, there's a world out there that needs men to stand in the gap for these kids and be there for these kids and come alongside the parents um, and, and, and so those are the things that I go to people that are much wiser than me on. So those are the things I go to my father on, who's coached for four years. Those are the things that I'll call up Coach Williams, and we'll sit in his truck for two hours and just talk life and football and how they mold together. Um, you know, f- football reveals character, um, and we have to try and do everything we can to build that into these young men. I talk to my staff almost daily, uh, probably until they get – that nauseum about the four by 40 philosophy. And this is something I took from a friend of mine up at Grove city college up north of Pittsburgh. And, and the four by 40 philosophy is this, that we have four years to affect the next 40 years of their life. Right. So we have four years. That's it. And once it's gone, what have we done when they walk across the stage and get their diploma? What have we done to help positively affect the next four years of their life? If you look at our society, we need that more than ever. We need people who are that focused more than ever. 
Indeed, uh, Mike, I, that's that's an outstanding point, and and we certainly do need more of that. Unfortunately, right now though, we're we're running low on time as this always flies by, and I always, always enjoy uh, chatting with you uh, about football and coaching. It's it's uh, always enjoyable for me. So. I wish you the very best, of course, this coming season and seasons beyond. Mike, you're doing what needs to be done at Catoctin. Uh, I know they're glad to have you on staff, and they'll start seeing the the benefits of what you've done here very shortly, I'm sure. And good luck to the Cougars. I appreciate it. Hey, one and all, and go Cougars. Indeed. Thanks, Mike. You've been listening to the Frederick County Weekend Sports Show here on 930 WFMD. I'm your host, Steve Nibbs. And we'll see you next week. Past editions of this program are available in the audio vault at WFMD.com. News Radio 930.